Hey guys, it's your host, Sam Evans, and welcome back to another episode of Lifestyle Redesigned. So recently, these past couple weeks, I have been moving back to Rhode Island from Chicago, um, kind of just taking a break from the rush that Chicago is. If you've ever lived in a big city as big as Chicago, it's like life doesn't really stop, you know, you don't really get that time to relax or, or just kind of like enjoy your alone time or um take a break from reality in a sense so definitely moving back here and seeing family and just living a lot slower you could say has really been good for myself for Dario just for like our business and our growth and things like that like we've been actually able to catch up on our stuff and um yeah plan for the future which I am very excited to share with you guys soon now to get into today's episode I would like to introduce Tilly McConnell, who is a 28-year-old digital nomad currently living in Portugal at a surf camp. Um, She has been traveling for about five years now, kind of doing this digital nomad life, similar to what I plan on doing eventually of like working and traveling and finding different jobs here and there. She literally has like five or six jobs right now and I talked to her about it in the podcast like I totally give her props for being able to manage people's social media be like their virtual assistant for these different businesses she's also a surf instructor um she does like the booking uh the booking stuff for the camp or the hostel that she's staying at it's like she's doing all these different things and is continuing to travel and make friends and and see the world and experience new things so that's definitely the goal for myself and I loved interviewing her because she gave a lot of insight on what that life is like and how glamorous it can be but also the opposite of it you know you kind of have to take time to yourself make sure that you are working and you're continue continuing to build your business while also enjoying the present and enjoying your time while you're traveling because that's the whole point right so if you've ever been interested in working while traveling or even just making money while traveling which I assume most of us are interested in um definitely stay tuned this is a great episode to learn from and just hear from somebody who's actually living the life that you might want so without further ado let's get right into the episode so good just finished yoga today so amazing feels in yeah I wish I had like a spot to do yoga like right where I live like you do (laughs) I know I'm pretty lucky I mean I think I hit the jackpot surf yoga and climb as well and bouldering so it's like the perfect combination right like an all-in-one yeah all-in-one and I get it all for free (laughs) yeah gotta love it but for everybody that doesn't know you for my audience if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and kind of talk about your life and who you are and all of that fun stuff Sure. So I am Tilly, Tilly McConnell. I go by the name on Instagram and TikTok, Nomad with Till, basically because all my friends call me the Nomad. Mm-hmm. I go travel and come home. They're like, are you going to stay home? I'm like, probably not. No. <laughs> or like when I last actually went back to Australia, my first thing my like best friends from high school said, yeah. you're not staying home, are you? What's your plan? <laughs> I just laughed. I'm like, they knew. Yeah, you nailed it. And then like a year's time, I'm going to go to Europe. They're like, yeah, we know, we know, we miss you, but hence why the name. So a bit about myself. I am, yeah, 28, nearly 29. So started working online a year ago. So I, my background is in marketing, but more events and corporate. Basically figured out 
you know, working for probably it was about three years, did an internship whilst at uni and then worked a couple of years for two different big companies in Australia. And, yeah, they took the classic nine to five, you know, get up Monday to Friday. That was life really. But I always knew I wanted to travel and I did a little bit of travelling in between university. I went to Asia because it's quite close to Australia, really not that close, like nine hours. But for, <laughs> right. for us, it's like, whoa, so close. Yeah. And then basically, yeah, I just figured out the other nine to five probably was never for me. But for me, it was just to get, you know, experience. And I guess I really figured out that wasn't me. And then I, yeah, set off when I was 24, saved up some money and never looked back really. And then basically I worked, you know, odd jobs, worked in Canada, you know, volunteered in hostels in South and Central America. And then I was also as well doing jobs that, you know, I enjoyed. So I was like, I love to nanny. So I was doing that. I was working as a waitress. It's fun. And, you know, in a, in a new town as well, everyone's working and, right. you know, the social vibe. And I kind of was like, you know what, I don't think, you know, the nine to five is what life should be. Like that yeah. kind of was like this, we're literally living to work. And I kind of was like, no, I just want to, I obviously want money and I want like my work to be fun and, you know, I want that balance in life. So by going traveling and then working abroad as well kind of opened me up to that. And then I thought, all right, how I'm going to go, like when I travel next time, how I'm going to fund myself and want to live where I want to live and have no boundaries. Right. And, and that's when I kind of, you know, have a degree in marketing, you know, have experience in that um, area. And then one of my good friends, she basically told me about this course she did about a virtual assistant course which is a lot of social media management, podcast editing, you know, video editing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I thought, you know what, like I'm going to give this a try because you see all these things online as well. Like you've probably seen them as well. And it's like right. work online and it's all like, yeah, pay us, you know, $7,000. Yeah. And then it's like a, you know, mark, you know, pyramid scheme or something. Yep. <laughs> so I finally found something you could trust. And like one of my friends, she's like my good friend has, you know, been a virtual assistant, social media manager for two and a half years now. So I did the course and then, yeah, basically here I am now. So I was back at home for a year, just basically I was a living nanny and then I was building up basically my portfolio, doing a few little bits and pieces for friends to build that portfolio up. And then, yeah, fast forward a year, I've been here for nearly four months now traveling and working as well. So I've got a couple of clients. So, and also at the same time volunteering. So, which is kind of a, I think it's a nice way to travel is to stay in one spot. And it's been the best thing because I, you know, I do volunteer and I get that experience go surfing a surf instructor as well yeah so and you're kind of doing it all is how it's yeah, like. <laughs> yeah surf instructor at the moment and my boss as well she's a really good mentor like her place is amazing her surf camp she's German and she's from here so she's made her surf camp in Portugal and just even now as well I'm starting to do her social media for her which is amazing but I also surf instruct do her social media and I also I'm the like booking manager here and I also nanny her little six-month-old. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so yeah so I kind of found for me that's a balance because I like doing different jobs. Yeah. And then I also am editing someone's podcast at the moment as well. Wow so you're like I have six jobs but I found balance. <laughs> yeah I know crazy but 
I think for me, it's like, yeah, I'm here somewhere enjoying what I'm doing. And like, even for me, surf instructing, maybe in my head, that's not really essentially work. Does that make sense? Maybe because I just love it so much. And then I think as well, having different things, but I still have the time to, you know, like yesterday, I just sat out on the lawn and read a book for three hours. So yeah, and now I'm here and basically now I want to move to Portugal and essentially even, you know, I was talking to my boss at the moment. She's like, oh, look, I can give you more responsibility. So you come back, you know, next year and we'll talk about it. So I'm like, okay, I think this is going to be not it, but maybe for a year. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I mean, I think like with travel, you just kind of have to say yes to the opportunities and see where it takes you. And like, it could be the most, like you said, the most random thing, you know, like your boss right now is giving you all these opportunities. Like who would have thought when you first moved there that that would happen, you know? Exactly. And that's kind of me. I'm a very like, yes, person, you know, go with your intuition as well. And just like, okay, this feels, this feels good. And it's funny, I've traveled, I mean, like nearly 34 countries now. And like Portugal is like the place where I'm like, I could live here, you know, like I could kind of settle in. And then, you know, you just kind of trust the universe, a few things. And like, yeah, my boss at the moment, she's like, oh, well, you can come back. Yeah. Like, oh, is this happening? Like, I'm going to do you're it. Like, yeah, right, right. You're like, you're tempting me. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, maybe. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I've just got to work out the visa. So then I just have to go home. But I think, yeah, this is kind of the balance of life as well. Like, I think for me, having a few different things and, you know, if I come back to surf camp, I'm still going to be working online and have my clients. But yeah, I think it's a nice place to do it. And I have the time to do it, which is amazing. Yeah, that is. So do you speak any other languages? A little bit of Spanish. Yeah. And you? Do you speak any other? I don't. I would say like less than, we'll say like beginner level Spanish. Like I could potentially get by and like I can understand it more than I can speak it, which is usually the case. But I've been to Guatemala where like there was like, I went to an area where there was zero English speakers like we our group like needed the translator and all of that stuff but like it was really cool to see and I learned a lot of the language just from being around it and of course like Google Translate and just translation apps become your best friend but but yeah like being somewhere where they didn't speak any English I was kind of forced to learn or like piece together words that I was hearing and try to make it make sense. But that, yeah, so they also didn't speak English. So like they would try to piece together English words and we were trying to understand (laughs) what they were saying. So yeah, and then I've been to Spain and I've been to like the touristy area, like right in Barcelona. But then my friend has a place in the mountains and nobody speaks English. And then have you heard of it? Andorra? Andorra, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I went there, no English, none. Like, you know, like the country is literally like barely a country. Like it's tiny. tiny. (laughs) It's basically a city, but yeah, nobody speaks English. And so that was also really hard. But I'm just wondering just because it's like, I would love to live in different places around the world. But and of course, like English is very broad language, but also, yeah, the universal. But there's also like, areas where people might not or like communication is hard so I wonder like if we're I mean where you are is it mainly English speaking like are you kind of getting by like how is that like language barrier yeah so here in Portugal I think 
It's funny enough, most of the people at the hostel are German, actually, <laughs> the surf camp. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm coming here to learn German. However, like with the locals and stuff, you know, there is a few people that don't speak it, but most of the people here, the area that I'm like in, they do speak English, which is kind of helpful. And like, I thought Portuguese might be, it is similar to Spanish, but it's the way they pronounce it. Yeah. It's like very different, like seis, like six in Spanish is seis. Well, I'm probably saying it wrong, but it's like that, like Lagos. Like I would say it, Lagos. Like, oh, I'm going to Lagos. And like, Lagos? I'm like, okay. So like the S is different. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. From knowing Spanish, it's actually helped a bit and yeah, to get around. But generally a lot of them do speak English, which is very helpful. However, though, I like to be, if I'm in a place, I definitely like to try and speak it. And I think that's how I learned Spanish as well. And just getting around and like, and also in Guatemala, I actually did a, like a homeschool. So I stayed with the family for a week. I would have wanted, yeah, I wanted to do it longer, but ran out of time. And so you did like five hours of class a day. And then you have breakfast, lunch and dinner with the family and they don't speak any English. And you're like, all right, okay, in the morning, I'm like, okay, got it. Yep, I can speak some Spanish. And then I go to class, five hours of Spanish, and she doesn't speak any English. Right. And then you have even like your lunch break, she just, she chats with you. Really nice. Just like, you know, just a friend chatting with you, but in Spanish. (laughs) And then you go home, you're like, gosh, my brain is literally... I don't know how this is going to work at all. Right, but you're sitting, right. I was sitting, I remember sitting at lunch. I'm like, what are they saying? And I'm like, I, literally what I learned that day. And my brain was just so fried, but it helped, you know, and that's what they say. If you're going to learn a language. You kind of have to just speak that language. But yeah, and saying that one place that I struggled with, I was in Bulgaria and they, none of them spoke any English. What language do they speak there? Bulgarian okay (laughs) and all the because the alphabet is in yeah it's a different alphabet as well so okay you know you can't even read signs or anything right oh it's just the sign language you know yeah yeah, sign language (laughs) things you play charades basically yeah right but yeah I find South and Central America it was easier because yeah you learn a bit of Spanish and you keep and each country is the same and you go along and then Portugal at the moment where I am a lot of German so they speak English and then yeah slowly getting there you know like people I interact with and just listening and like my boss when she sees her friends they're all Portuguese so I just try and listen yeah I'm not confident enough to try and right talk. <laughs> right no me neither I I swear like even now I say like yeah I could kind of get by but if I was in the situation I might just be like does anyone speak uh, English yeah do you speak English I said that many times yeah here at the moment I'm like do you speak English yeah <laughs> no like anybody yeah I don't know if I can yeah, yeah right that's funny that's funny but yeah I think like that's like my biggest not worry but I don't want to not go to a place because of that but like you said, like, because English is universal, like at least one person most likely has to speak it, you know? Yeah. And if not, it's a bit of fun, you know, it makes the adventure. It's like, I don't know what they're saying or they like, they just like kind of, yeah, they show you where to go. Like I was in Italy. Yeah. A couple would have been like, yeah, three months ago and my phone broke. So I was in Rome. I was getting the train to Tuscany to meet my sister. My phone just stopped charging. 
and it wouldn't charge. I'm like, I don't know what is going on. And then I was on the train and I had like 10% left. The train was delayed. So hence why I was like, okay, I can't really, you know, it kind of got down a bit lower. I'm yeah. Like, okay, shit, I really have to, <laughs> <laughs> have to, you know, try and save it. Yeah. And then got in the train and then this lovely Italian man sat across from me, this old man. And um, I think a few times he started talking to me in Italian and I'm like, did not know what he was saying. And I was yeah. like, see, <laughs> see, shit. And then because he, he was just, he was very passionate about what he was saying. I think he was trying to give me tips for where I was going. And then and I said to him, I'm like, oh, no, Italiano. And then he knew I was, where I was going. I was holding the stop I was going. And anyway, I think because the train was delayed, anyway, the stop that we had to change and get the next train changed what I could understand right so anyway he was like oh, you come with like you know in Italian come with me so I he just literally took me everywhere he's like come on and he's like waiting for me in Italian he's like waiting for me putting like basically had me like you know had me under his arm in a way and he was always looking out for me which is quite funny so in saying that like you know the language barrier we didn't we couldn't converse at all but we conversed in a sense yeah like showed in the google maps where I'm going he's like okay got it yeah yep. so you can still get by in that sense yeah yeah exactly well so what has your life been like going from like kind of volunteering and having all of these odd jobs while also being a digital nomad like I know your eyes you know having all these little gigs and stuff is like a balance but with your clients like are they all based in the states are they based in Australia are they based like all over and like how do you kind of handle all of that especially with like the time differences I assume yeah definitely that's a good question it is hard as well even like yeah figuring out the time differences like I even accidentally got so confused last week and I missed a meeting because you know, the time difference. And even though it was in Google Maps, sorry, Google um, Calendar, but then, you know, sometimes, yeah, your brain has to kind of, you know, the way that you organize everything. Yeah. And I like to organize before. So I was like, okay, I think it's this time. It is, it is. And I like checked it up. But then, because the week before it was like an hour earlier. So anyway, in my head, that was the time, missed it. So that was yeah. something that does happen. <laughs> And, you know, like she's in, yeah, she's in Austria, the other girls in America and then, yeah, have one here and then in Australia as well. So it does get hard in that sense of figuring out time to, yeah, I guess, talk or have a meeting. But I guess that's what the, you know, the best part of being a digital nomad is the freelancing part of it, that you don't have to basically do your work for a certain amount of time a time frame it's kind of when you do it you do it there's no time frame but it does change it a lot however yeah it's just kind of it is very hard to find the balance and oh yeah I'd be so truthful at the start like when I first started traveling I was like oh you know I get very like distracted and you know you meet new people you're at a hostel as well it's very hard to say no as well and, you know, you meet friends and like, oh, we're going out for dinner. And you're like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. And you're like, oh, I probably shouldn't. I probably should get that work done. Right. So it's just finding, being disciplined, basically. And it is hard. And it's also, you know, you don't want to overload and get too many clients. And then you're basically being a digital nomad, but you're not enjoying that's the place that you're in. Right. So 
that's kind of, you know, in my eyes, I don't want to be that, but then I don't want to be that other side where is I'm doing too little. So it is finding that balance and saying yes to things and then realizing that you can say no as well. It's and it's also having in your mind that, you know, at home you don't say yes to everything. Right. You know, and then sometimes you, you know, you have work. So you have you're like, I can't. I have a shift. So I can't, guys, I can't actually physically do that. So kind of, I guess, finding a little bit of balance and, you know, having your week Monday to Friday or if you want to change your days that you want, Mm -hmm. but having that and then have your weekend where you do have those freedom days, you do. as And I think as a human being, we do need structure. And I think personally, I thrive on, like thrive off it. So I try and like, you know, organize my week and I will have certain times that I do things in and I'll keep it basically consistent. So I think that helps as well. But it does, yeah, it is tough because, you know, yeah. you get excited and like new place. Right. And like, oh, my God. And then you meet new friends. And like me, I just love meeting new people. That's the reason why I like to travel. So I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to go for dinner. I'll go for drinks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, Wait, I can't. I know. I'm the same way. Honestly, I feel like I need more discipline like with myself because in my head I'll be like, wait, I didn't go here. I didn't do this. I have to go and do that without even thinking like work comes first, you know, or maybe not comes first, but just like there's certain projects and stuff that might be due or whatever, you know, like you said, like if I did actually have to go in somewhere, I would have to say no, but because you're working for yourself, you're kind of like, oh, maybe I could just do that later. Exactly. that, And I think that's the hard thing. It's like, yeah, you do it later. But then it's like, then the next day, oh, I can do it later. And it's like, oh, no. It's kind of like, it kind of takes you back to like university, really, and school. It's like, you know, you got to project you and you're like, you know what, I can do it later. And then you have it, you know, one day, 24 hours or one night. And you're like, oh, my God, why did I do this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Procrastination, I guess, just never ends, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. It doesn't. It never does. Especially if you're yeah, working for yourself, it kind of, you know, makes it a bit harder. But yeah, I guess it's just finding what works for you as well. And maybe you are, you know, you can be the type of person that you leave it to last minute. That works for you. Right. <laughs> Fight or flight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did you like, were your expectations of traveling and working like fulfilled or is it like better than you thought or not at all what you thought? Like, what were you thinking working while traveling would be like versus like how it actually is that's a good question so I think originally I probably thought I thought it would probably be less work essentially and you know you have that more freedom or flexibility but in reality like it's a job and you're funding yourself so it is more work and it's more times where you have to say no to things and I think that the whole thing of you know FOMO other people in the hostel they're like we're going and they're like you guys aren't working I hate you like you know yeah I think in in my head maybe I just thought like oh yeah I'll just do it you know I have like two days a week where I'll just like smash it out but like no that doesn't it's not really reality at all like that doesn't happen and you can't really you know and especially your clients and stuff like that like things aren't you know you can't just do it all in two days like things are due to days so I think very yeah different reality and that's what I think I think before you know when I saw it, I'm like oh that's so cool digital nomad lifestyle which it is you know when you find the balance of it but like anything you got to work so like you know it is what it is and you have to get by and 
you know, it is a part of work and some things you do that you don't necessarily want to do, obviously, and you prefer to be sitting at the beach with a cocktail. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but you, you just got to find that balance. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, find that balance, do the work, and then the next day, and then you can go have that cocktail by the pool or the beach. Yeah, yeah right. So have you always, like, I know you were saying that you've been at that hostel for like a while now. Have you always kind of done long-term travel in the sense of being somewhere for like three to six months and staying and like not settling down, but kind of like unpacking your stuff? Or have you gone more of the route of like month to month or even shorter time while you've been working? Yeah. Yeah. First went traveling, I was kind of really going like two to three days sort of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Which is so tiring. Right. And I think, yeah, now, you know, that looks good when I'm like, okay, I was 21. That's fun. I got the energy, maybe not, but like, you know, a bit more, you have the energy to do that. But now, like, especially at the moment, it's been more long-term. So I think, you know, I've done both. So they're like, you know, three days here, you know, two weeks here, maybe two days here. And I just kind of go with like what I like and don't like as well and what I want to fit in. But then at the same time, this time around traveling, I think especially with the work, I think it's very important to like, for me personally, you know, people might be different, but I need to be somewhere for a longer period of time. Yeah. So like, you know, for now it's been like, what, two months here and then I'm going to spend two months in Morocco. So I think that's a nicer way. And I think, yeah, you're in a place and get to meet people and meet locals and a sense of home. And I think, you know, if you're going to travel long-term as well, you need to have that structure and that sense of home and stability. I think that's important. Otherwise, you kind of lose yourself in a way. And, you know, I've actually talked about it to a few of my friends recently. That One of my mates, he came over to meet me at the surf camp and he's traveled a lot as well. And we're just saying that it kind of just gets a bit, it's tiring every few days, you're a new hostel, your social battery's drained and like, okay, I've got to see these sites and you're just exhausted. And that, in a way, kind of takes that love of travel into a sense of way. I think it has to be somewhere for a long period of time and especially if you're working as well. Yeah. I don't think it's easy to move every couple of days. And then you're on a night bus or you're on a plane and then you're like, oh, my God, what day is it? Right. (laughs) Right. So, yeah, way less structure when it's like that. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Totally. Yeah. I feel like I would need like at least a little bit of a routine or like maybe not necessarily a home, a home base, but just like a spot to constantly go back to and be like, okay, I'm doing this, 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 this week. And then next week I'll do this as opposed to like not knowing like right now, you know, I'm kind of in the space of like, I'll do this, I'll do this. But obviously when, I mean, I'm I'm not traveling abroad and it's a lot harder to travel in the States as often, but it's just like, you kind of need that, those set hours almost for yourself. Like you were saying, like the discipline aspect of it is just like a must when you work abroad or when you work for yourself, I guess you could say, or online even. Definitely. Yeah. That structure and the stability. And I think, yeah, mentally as well. And as a human beings, we want that space to go towards. And, you know, like the saying is like, you know, your room and your space is how your, your brain is essentially. And I think if you're yeah traveling every few days and unpacking, unpacking, your brains are muddled 
you feel muddled. Exactly. You're just like all over the, like you're literally all over the place. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's having a little bit of a sense of home, not that it's home, but like a base that you can even just unpack your clothes just helps that little bit. Definitely. Agreed. Right, a real, like a kind of like a real life, but not really. Yeah. <laughs> a real life while you're traveling, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, my last question for you is what advice would you give your younger self or when you were like 22, 23, like you weren't really sure where your life was going or whether you were enjoying what you were doing or not. And I don't know, I feel like these days, especially a lot of people struggle, like at least at my age and specifically me, like with what do I want to do? Like, am I going to be happy? Should I try this? Shouldn't I? Yeah. So what advice would you give like someone who's kind of just starting out? Totally. Okay. That's a very good question. And if I'm looking at myself, I'm just like picturing myself at 22. I would say, you know, go with your intuition. Don't care what other people say. So I think for me personally, that was a big thing. And, you know, being from Australia, from Melbourne, it's very, you know, the classic, probably the same, you know, you go to university, get a job, you know, you find your partner and then like you save up for a house, you go on your little holidays and stuff like that. So I think, Yeah, trust what I would say to anyone that's younger, 22, 21, you know, you can make your own life and don't let, you know, society create that for you. And yeah, think about yourself and you can create any life you want. And then just don't think of judgment because, you know, at the end of the day, like for me personally, I am the happiest I've ever been. And I'm so happy that I took that leap. And it did take a lot of time because I'm very like, think about what other people think all the time. I think a lot of us do. And I think for so long, especially when I was 22, I was like, oh, I have to do, you know, nine to five because that's what everyone else is doing. Right. You know, and it's like, yeah, don't worry about what other people are doing. You know, they're doing them for them. You know, you're you're on your own journey. So you create what you believe is, you know, what's going to bring you happiness, essentially. Like, you know, you don't need to, go by there's no textbook as well there's no normal and especially in like the society we live in there really is no normal and you can kind of create your own journey and what you like and you know I wish yeah 22 I was a bit more confident but I guess I am where I am which I'm very happy about it but yeah I was also very lucky that my family and you know my parents are you know very supportive of me you know being a nomad traveling around just lucky so that definitely helps a lot. But I still had a few, even when I go back to Australia, I feel like people are like, what are you doing? Are you settling down now? And I'm like, no. And I'm like, okay, you know, is that judgment? And then, you know what, now I kind of made my brains flip now. And I'm like, okay, if they're going to judge me on my lifestyle, it's not It's because they're jealous of what I'm doing and they wish they could do that. And it's changing that mindset as well. So yeah, good advice to anyone that's starting out. Just think of it like that. People would want your lifestyle. They're judging you because they're insecure about their own life. Exactly. And they wish they had that lifestyle. Yeah, right? Well, I mean, I feel the same way, especially with people who work a nine to five. They're like, why would you ever travel the world? Why would you ever work a nine to five? (laughs) Like, You know, I just, I don't know. I think like you said, kind of changing your mindset and flipping it and being like, well, they I, they probably wish they could do what I'm doing, you know? Exactly. But yeah, that's really good advice. I think it's hard advice to take because obviously like judgment from others, especially people who are close to you, like 
can definitely hit. Yeah, it's definitely harder. But like you said, I think it's just something that like when you change your own mindset, it kind of changes like how you perceive everything. And it is, it's very hard, like, you know, to say, like, don't worry about what people, other people think about you. And I think for me personally, it's not until I've gotten older. Like, I think I was such a worry what, like my whole life, I felt that people judge me and I'm like, oh, I have to do what they're doing because that's like the cool thing, blah, blah, blah. And it's only until, you know, I guess each year I get older. And I say that, I'm like, oh, I always ask my mom, I'm like, you know, like each year I get older, the less like I care about what other people think about me. She's like, yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I guess it's sometimes it's time and just realizing that you're your own like own person and the only person you need to worry about yourself is yourself. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so only person you have to worry about is yourself. <laughs> yes, definitely. Definitely really good advice. But where can people find you and what will you be up to within the next couple of weeks? Amazing. Yeah. So actually really exciting stuff. I will be leaving Portugal. Well, actually not leaving Portugal, but a surf camp. So a few friends that I lived with in Canada, one's from the UK, one's from Japan and one's from Canada. So we're, we're going to go on a road trip around the south of Portugal and then drive back up to Spain. So one of my friends, his parents have a house in Spain. So yeah, we'll be up there and then I'll be in Morocco surfing and basically similar kind of similar similar to what I'm doing right now. And yeah, you can find me at my Instagram account, which is Nomad with Till, which is T-I-L at the end. And my TikTok's the same as well. So yeah, hopefully as well, I'm gonna try and be more yeah, present on my social media. As we were saying before, it's so hard when you're doing other people's and you trying to balance that you kind of forget about yourself exactly but yeah super excited for the I guess the next adventures and then after Morocco I'm not really sure what's going to happen figure it out along the way exactly (laughs) so that's kind of basically yeah basically it awesome well thank you so much for being on it was an amazing episode (laughs) oh thank you thank you for inviting me I really enjoyed it Well, I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you aren't already, you can follow along with the podcast at Lifestyle Redesign Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to follow along with me and my travel journeys, you can follow Sam Evans Travel on Instagram or send me an email if you want to reach out at samevanstravel at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you in the next episode.